Uh, you know, it, it's only March. It, it's it, March, March. It's only November. It's only November. It, it's not March. It's not March. Although that did feel eerily similar to the end of the Gonzaga game of sorts, right? Did, didn't that feel like the Gonzaga game? Whatever. Hard effort by the Bruins. They fall to number four Marquette, a team we didn't even think would possibly compete tonight, considering how they played the first three games. Not only did that, they did they do that, they probably could have and should have won this game. More next on Locked On UCLA. You are Locked On UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of the Locked On UCLA Podcast. Zach Anderson, Yox, I'm with you. It's a reaction in the Maui Invitational in Honolulu. The Bruins in the late night edition drop it to Marquette. A game they led by as many as 12, a big Marquette 17-0 run, got them back into it. And the Bruins seemingly had this game under control, only for the Golden Eagles to get back into it, hold the lead. The Bruins fought themselves back in a late lead, a couple cracks at it to tie or take the lead. And UCLA eventually fell short. Great effort, though, for a Bruins team very young. Hasn't even played with their full roster available until this game. And then finally found a way to compete, play some good defense. The only problem was Marquette did a good job hitting some threes, especially in the second half, and hitting some clutch, timely shots. That day just everything seemed to go down for the Golden Eagles at a certain time. And they made some clutch rebounds, had some clutch defensive moments. And make big plays. Oso Igadaro, I didn't really mention him in the pregame, in the pregame chat on our pregame podcast here. And he came out 14 points, four rebounds. The numbers weren't so big for Marquette's big man, but he clearly made a big impact. Well, if you look on for UCLA's side, what were the big things? We got barricaded play. He started, played a lot of minutes, more than I thought he might. He had four personal fouls. 0 for 7, including a miss right at the, the rim where it would have put UCLA up by 9. Instead, the foul the other way goes to Marquette points. And there's that was just a big swing in momentum there. Roberto was in foul trouble, couldn't shoot. I thought he looked decently impressive. Of course, the numbers will tell you more uh, leaning on the other ends. I like to be more positive in that note. Still, he, he, he was a little rusty, it seemed like, in game flow. And I can't wait to see what he looks like when he is a lot more ready to play. Another thing I wanted to look at for UCLA was, how did they shoot the basketball? How did they shoot? Well, you got to give your love and your props to Will McClendon, who hits, I believe, three or four threes. I'm looking at the stats now. It says three. I I think he might have hit four. But anyways, he hit more threes in this game than he did all of last season. Will McClendon. So you got to shout out him. The big thing was, could UCLA get some three-point shooting from any other source? In this game, they went 5-13, 38%. You might have to live with that as a UCLA fan. That is a successful night. A 10-made three-point shot night, 10-made three-pointers, is not going to be something that is likely for this team. They might take 13, and considering they went 0-6 for against Lafayette, they, they made five timely threes, most of them made by McClendon. He came through and balled out. I, I loved his heart coming off the bench and scrapping away. Dylan Andrews coming after getting benched by a coach's decision, missed a decent portion of that run by 
or a good chunk of the end of the run by Marquette was worked on, had big, heavy ice packs. He had 13 points and did so in four or five shooting four assists. So I wonder what it would have looked like if he wasn't so banged up during a crucial part of the Marquette run. And then you had Bona in foul trouble, better K struggling in foul trouble. Important. But the story of the night was for UCLA, Sebastian Mack. When the Bruins needed buckets, he was the one with the basketball. Mick Crone had already told us that he was going to be somebody who is going to take the basketball. 13 for 13 from the line, 25 points, six boards, was just scrapping away. I know he didn't clear, close out that shooter that hit the game-winning three, which just gave me shades. Different of that March game against Gonzaga, how the Bruins took a late lead, had a big bucket, fought their way back, only for a three by some unlikely source or an unlikely shot, different because the guy was wide open from the three-point line, who was 0 for 5 from three prior to that, 0 for 4. UCLA gave it up. I did like that UCLA coming into this game. You look at Tyler Kolek. He's a, a, a baller, dominant player for Marquette. He's their, one of their leaders. Nine points, nine assists. Didn't do too much when it came to scoring the basketball. They forced him into the four turnovers, kept him quiet. But it was Joplin who hit five triples that really killed the Bruins tonight. Jones hitting with 12 points. Cam Jones, not the most big time of nights, but he fouled out. And then Iguodaro was the story of the night for Marquette. Two big-time slams, kept UCLA in the paint sometimes, and just held the Bruins at bay, kept them in check. UCLA in this game out-rebounded the Golden Eagles, out-shot the Golden Eagles, shot a little bit better from three, although they missed. They, they had a lot less attempts. Marquette made more threes. And despite Marquette's struggles from the free throw line, 10 of 18, the Bruins went 18 of 20 thanks to Sebastian Mack. It was 14 UCLA turnovers, only seven by Marquette. That was the difference. When UCLA lost last year, it was rare to see a game where the Bruins turned it over more than opponents. That didn't happen. But think about a year ago, in 2022 at this time, when they went to Vegas. What happened? They turned it over and they lost. A lot closer game, a little different here. Frenetic run. It was Illinois that time. This time it's Marquette. And then UCLA turned the page. You get an extra game in the Maui Invitational. You get a D2 opponent in Chaminade to get a break in between games. And the Bruins can still finish 2-1 and one this in this tournament. And this performance was equally impressive by both teams. Because UCLA, we didn't really know the team what they were going to show up with. We didn't know. I didn't know. All right, talent. I, I, I want to hype this team up, give them as much love as possible. I wasn't really positive in my mind thinking about what are they going to look like against Marquette after those first three games at home in Pauley Pavilion. I know Bearcat didn't play. Cronin shortened the rotation. Mack played well. They came out and played a good first 20 minutes of basketball for the first time all season long. Just this time, they didn't get that long run to win the game. It was the long run in this game that lost them. 17-0 by Marquette. And UCLA had more turnovers in this one. All right. So again, Bona looked good. 13 points. I wish he could do a little more. Not been in foul trouble, but he had the weird technical foul on the elbow. A hip check foul, and that kept him at bay a little bit there. But Sebastian Mack, the story for UCLA, I would love to see Andrews, who had eight points on five shots. I believe I said he had 13. And Dylan Andrews had eight points on five shots, four or five shooting. I wonder if he's okay. And Stefanovic, 11 points. I thought he nailed a game-winning three. Didn't. 11 points with nine boards. Just solid. Gets in there. And we're going to need a Bruin to hit a big-time shot later in the season. To beat a good team, you played well. They could have probably should have won this game. Absolutely. 
kind of closed down, but these are learning lessons for a young team that's going to have to go into the McHale Center, go into the Galen Center, go into all these other tough opponents when they play Colorado at home, when they go into tough matchups against teams who are wanting to beat UCLA just from the name value, not, lo- not just the fact that they're freshmen, and you still got to play another tough game in the Maui Invitational. I'm not sure who that'll be in day three, but it'll be equally as tough. And then you've got, hey, some tough games. Nova, you've got Ohio State, Maryland. Tough games still coming up for UCLA to prove their worth. And I was very proud of this performance. Of course, I was on the edge of my seat, on my knees in anguish, like this was March Madness. This was not the case. But to all take a sigh of relief, realize the Bruins are going to compete under Mick Cronin. They played bad and good, and that's what this team is going to do early on this season. And it's not like they lost by 10. They lost this game by two and were shooting to win the game, if not send this to overtime at the buzzer against the number four team in the country that's already got a true road win at Illinois, who was a ranked team earlier this season. And if Marquette goes and plays well against Kansas, how much better does that make UCLA look? We'll know more about Marquette when they play Kansas in the next night. But I am proud about this Bruins performance, even though Barricade didn't play the best. Mara had a very quiet night. Cronin shortened the rotation as much as he possibly could. I believe I'm looking at numbers, and they're not even correct because uh, I couldn't pull up a box score. They seem a little inaccurate here on the, the ESPN stats, whatever, right? UCLA did their best, but they turned it over, got into foul trouble, and that hampered them. A team that's supposed to be deeper than anyone Cronin has, he shrunk the rotation as tight as he possibly can make it, and that, that's where the Bruins were unable to counter with a slightly deeper Marquette team that found buckets from unlikely sources at the right times and just made the big run. And UCLA counterpunched, as most Cronin-led teams do, just couldn't get the last bucket to fall. I'd rather it not fall in November than have everything fall in March. Remember that. Not fall in November, must fall in March. Get that done. The Bruins fall to 3-1, but their most full, complete effort of the whole season comes in a losing effort to the number four team in the country. That is a positive outlook looking at this one. Still a lot of frustrations, still a lot to work on for this team. They are by no means a finished product. But considering Bearcat came off not playing any games with his teammates other than maybe practice, this team is looking interesting. And I can't wait to cover them for the rest of this season, which is why you just stick around, follow, subscribe, and watch Locked on UCLA. We're going to have all this fun coverage all season long, all Maui Invitational long here on this channel. So stay tuned, listen, and watch some more. I can tell you that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. You can score early this NFL season by trying to get a, a $5 money line bet winner and you get $150 in bonus bets if you are a new customer and get a winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time to get in on the action than right now. App is super easy to use, wide range of betting options, and hey, FanDuel.com slash locked on kicks off the NFL season. They're an official partner of the NFL. Check them out. All right, that's going to wrap it up. A, a sadder one to end the day, but the Bruins, hey, heading into Feast Week, gave us a lot to chew on. Wasn't a dub, but a lot of hope heading into the rest of the season. Remember, UCLA lost their two games in November, then didn't lose for the next two months. That's where I'm going to leave you guys. I'm Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer, signing off. Hands up, Bruins fans. Eight clap time, baby. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, U, C.
UCLA. UCLA, fight, fight, fight. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins.